How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Timberwolves continue the trip through California. They started Northern California and San Francisco. They got beat by the Golden State Warriors. Then they go to L.A. and beat the Clippers and the Lakers last night. And now they're back in Sacramento before returning home to take on Philly Tuesday night at Target Center. And joining us from the Timberwolves Radio Network, you hear them every game. Uh, pre-game, halftime, post-game, Cal Soderquist. Cal joins us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Cal, I hope you're having a good day. Yeah, we're enjoying the temps here in the Twin Cities. And uh, like you alluded to, hoping that the Wolves can uh, – Keep the good vibes rolling to close out this road trip tonight. Yeah, and the the way the trip started, and, and let's even go back to the first game out of the break. Uh, they, they get beat by Charlotte at home, a major bummer. They go on the road, a depleted Golden State team. They didn't get it done. All of a sudden, a three-game skid, and taking on a pretty good L.A. Clipper team in Los Angeles, and they found a way to get it done, and then they come right back on Friday night and beat a Laker team without LeBron James. And all of a sudden they have a chance to go three and one if they can find a way to take down the Kings. Yeah, it's it's a huge turnaround, especially like you kind of mentioned, you know, where this team was Monday or even Tuesday going into that Clipper game against a, a full strength Clippers squad. We knew both Kawhi Leonard and Paul George were going to play in that game. And I, I don't know how much, you know, panic and, and, uh, nervousness there was internally amongst the team but certainly externally you know amongst the fan base and and you look at where the team had tumbled to in the standings and probably we're making more of it uh, than we should because so much is still going to change throughout these next four or five six weeks to to finish the season but they they were stuck in a slump for sure and um, I'm sure the team and, and everyone around kind of just were feeling some urgency to quickly turn things around and not let that three-game losing streak snowball any further. So I think they did a great job in, in both of these last two wins against L.A. teams. So you, you could say that, yeah, they took care of business against a, a shorthanded Lakers squad, but you know we know the Wolves have struggled in some of those matchups earlier in the season, and certainly Anthony Davis and uh, some of those former Timberwolves, both Malik Beasley and Jared Vanderbilt, have still provided a boost for the Lakers. So that that was a good win as well. And in both of those victories, the Wolves have uh, leaned on their defense. Yeah, and we, we've talked about it now for weeks and weeks, Cal, but the, the difference between being a, a top six in the NBA's Western Conference and out of the playoffs is still 
a ridiculously small margin. Right now, the Dallas Mavericks are the sixth seed, 12 games out of first. The L.A. Lakers are out. They, they don't even get into the playoff uh, or the play-in tournament. They're, they're 15 games out of first place. So that's three games between six, which is, you know, not having to bother with the play-in tournament and out of the playoffs. Yeah, it's it's wild, and I think it, it might come down to, you know, fortunately or unfortunately, depending on how you look at it, it, it might be which teams get healthy at the right time. You know, with the Lakers getting that unfortunate news about LeBron James, he's going to miss at least the next two or three weeks, I think, and that might be a fatal blow for them because their margin for error is so small. As you mentioned, they're trying to climb back into the top ten um, but I look at like the Warriors who, you know, they got that win over the Wolves with some guys out. It sounds like Steph Curry might be back as soon as tomorrow. They've won a few in a row. Um, and, and it's just, it's just going to be about which team finds their stride kind of at the right time. And, you know, maybe the Timberwolves can be one of those candidates where now all of a sudden they've got back-to-back wins. We'll see what happens tonight in Sacramento against a, another team that that's heating up. They've won five straight, but, Regardless, you know, if the Wolves can start to string some things together, they are certainly they certainly still have everything in front of them in terms of trying to climb up out of that play-in picture and into the top six. I think they're just a half game out of six or maybe a game out of six now. And so there's still very much left achievable there. And it's I think it's just kind of it's it's funny and crazy at the same time that you know, this time last week, or especially after the uh, the Warriors' loss on Sunday, we were probably more concerned about Minnesota tumbling out of that, that oh. play-in picture entirely, and, and now we're more focused on avoiding it entirely and climbing into the top six. So it's it's going to be a wild final month of the season in terms of how these uh, these standings shake out, really anywhere from three or four all the way down to ten in the West. Cal Soder is joining us, Timberwolves Radio Network. You hear them all season long, pregame, halftime, postgame show. And late start tonight, 8.30 pregame tip after 9 uh, with Alan Horton here on the home of the Timberwolves and back to Target Center against Philadelphia. In the game last night, um, I, I think Timberwolves fans have been waiting for Mike Conley, uh, who came over in the trade, obviously, and, and Rudy Gobert. And... And they really led the Timberwolves to that victory over the Lakers last night. And that's good to see because it's been a bit of a struggle for Ant as of late. And getting guys who have been through the wars like Conley and Gobert and have played a ton together in their tenure at Utah to, to kind of be the go-to guys in that ball game last night is really a good sign. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, you could easily make the case that that was Mike Conley's best game uh, in a Timberwolves uniform yep. so far. Still a bit of a small sample size, sure, but he had some big shots. He scored the final five points uh, in that ball game to kind of stem uh, that that Laker rally right when the Wolves needed it. And um, he's just, you know, he's had sort of a calming presence. You could call it poise in, in each of these last two games where you know, kind of like we saw in the losing streak, unfortunately, the Wolves would build up a big lead in the fourth quarter or, or even have the lead in the fourth quarter and then watch their opponent rally right past them. And and we saw some of that in, in both the Clippers and, and the Lakers wins where the Wolves had double-digit leads in that fourth, and, and I think the Clippers got as close as four. Lakers, I believe, got as close as three last night. Um, but Minnesota then 
stood stood firm and and made plays on on either offense or defense or really on both ends of the floor to uh, to quell that rally from their opponent. And Mike Conley's been huge. I think Rudy's been huge. He missed that game against the Warriors and and came back against the Clippers and has been huge anchoring things defensively. It also, I think, you know, both Rudy's return, which which then allows Nas Reed to slot back into that second unit, and getting Torian Prince back after he had missed the last two games away from the team dealing with a personal matter and, and his sort of assistance with that second unit and being another calming presence on the floor, um, it, it just kind of allows every everything sort of falls into place a little bit easier with that second unit. So the bench, I think, has really been able to shine in each of these last two wins. But, yeah, Mike Conley, I think, is getting more and more comfortable um, with his teammates, with that starting five. These are the first uh, first two victories for the starting five when you consider, uh, you know, Rudy and Kyle Anderson and Jaden and Ant and Mike Conley. And that's something, too. You know, Ant certainly hasn't been up to his standards since returning from the All-Star break, and I think it's the combination of several things. One, he did not get much time off, and he's probably dealing with that where everyone else around him maybe has a, a second wind or, or was able to refresh and recharge over the break. He was a busy guy in Salt Lake City. Um, and, and two, he's getting used to a new backcourt partner in Mike Conley, and I think he's even had to shoulder more, especially in these late-game scenarios where previously the Wolves could – you know, put the ball in D'Angelo Russell's hands and trust him yeah. to create his own shot and get a couple of buckets when, when they need it. Mike Conley can do that. We even saw him do it last night, certainly, but he's more of a facilitator. He's going to do some other things to help you win, but Ant has had to do a lot of the creating and the playmaking late in games, and I think he's just kind of he's feeling it out right now. And, uh, you know, the Wolves will get the benefit. They, they had a couple of days off in L.A. between these last two games. They'll have another couple of days off next week, so hopefully Ant's able to kind of recharge the batteries in, in shorter stints there. But, yeah, he's been kind of uh, just feeling through it a little bit these last few. Yeah, and there's no doubt. And when I visited with, with Kevin Lynch or, or Alan Horton or uh, some of the beat writers like James Frederick or Chris Hine who, who cover the club, the one thing that it's easy for fans to lose sight of, he's still a young kid. And an 82-game NBA season is a real grind. And he does pride himself on being available night in and night out. I, I remember that game earlier in the season. He went down hard, and Ant played through it. And, you know, I, I think it's one of those things where that also that answering the bell night in and night out, it is not easy over 82 games. I know they travel first class and stay in outstanding hotels and ride around on charters and all of that sort of stuff. But still, you know, night in and night out in the NBA, it, it, it's tough playing against the best players yeah. in the world. Absolutely. And I think he's, he's learning on the fly. And you're right, he's just a 21-year-old kid still. But, but yep. still, I think the maturity has been impressive and how he's handled, you know, losing Carl Anthony Towns in, in basically mid-November and – you know, whether it's been D'Lo helping out at times, um, Ant has been the primary scoring option for this team since that cat injury, and he's really had to sort of feel his way through all the defensive attention that comes with that. And I think, you know, at times we, we've heard both he admitted and his head coach say that there's a little too much hero ball happening, but then we see Ant, you know, learn from it pretty quickly in the next game or, or later on that week. I, I think even back to that, 
that Clipper win as, as the Clippers were, were staging their rally in the fourth quarter on Tuesday and Ant had it at the top of the key and you kind of hold your breath and, and wonder if, he, if he's going to, you know, dribble the air out of the ball and then launch a shot late in the shot clock that, you know, it doesn't, doesn't allow for a lot of ball movement, doesn't get others involved, but he makes the right pass to find Kyle Anderson kind of slicing open at, at the baseline and then K.A. makes one of his vintage plays, you know, a one-touch pass to a diving Rudy for the slam that sealed the deal and put the Wolves back up six with, with under a minute to play. So just little sort of snapshots like that where Ant won't get the assist or anything like that, but, but that was the right play, you know, to, to pass it off, right. trust your teammates, and maybe even the ball is going to find its way back to you later in that possession. But I think the... The maturation in real time has been impressive for him. And, you know, let's, let's be honest. This team has put a lot on his shoulders since that cat injury and even, you could say, more so after the trade of D'Lo. So Ant has really responded. And I, I would not doubt, you know, we, we've seen him struggle shooting the basketball in these last few games out of the break. I think it's, it's only a matter of time until he finds that shooting stroke again and, and kind of gets his legs back under him and, We'll see him make those. Uh, he, he makes those thirty-point performances look so easy. We'll see those sooner than later. I bet. Timberwolves and Kings tonight. Pre-game eight thirty with Cal Allen with all the play-by-play after nine o'clock. Then they return home to the cities. Get the Sixers here on Tuesday night. You'll hear them all here on the home of the Timberwolves. News Talk E three O W C C O. Cal, we we can sum this up real quickly on Cat. Still no timetable for his return. We'll leave it there. Fair enough. Yeah, we, we haven't gotten any, any you know, def- definitive yeah. concrete updates. I'm sure it's frustrating for fans, but believe me, if, if there's one guy that wants to be back out there for this playoff push, it's Cat. And uh, if he's making progress behind the scenes, even if we don't have, you know, definitive benchmarks or status updates, that, that's good enough for me to know that hopefully it's sooner rather than later. All right, Cal, the Kings, one of the great surprises, I would think, this year in the NBA. You, you go up and down the standings in the association, and what they've done this year, you mentioned they're on a five-game winning streak, but they have had a fine year from start to finish. They, they, they've been very legitimate. It's been really impressive, and you think back to you know the start of the season they had, maybe the first month, and, and that's when people started to say, "All right, this is they're going to fall back down to earth eventually." You know, this yeah. is a team that made that that deadline day deal last year to bring in Demonis Sabonis, and I think it's worked out better than they could have expected with with uh, he and De'Aaron Fox pairing. You know, both those guys made the All Star game uh, earlier this month, and I think they have just flourished together as, as kind of a pair. And they haven't they haven't stumbled they haven't fallen back to earth they're they're continually going up against uh, big time contenders they had those two wins in the last week both of them one point wins over the Clippers uh, the one the second highest scoring game in league history so they can put up points if they need to and I think it'll be really interesting as they kind of try to hold off you know the the Phoenix Suns and the Golden State Warriors of the world in the Western Conference standings and if the the Kings can kind of maintain their positioning. Um, it's it's a they've they've really charged up the fan base. Uh, it's it's a team that everyone's gotten behind in terms of uh, that rabid Kings fan base. So it, it should be a fun one tonight. It's going to be a rocking atmosphere, I'm sure. Um, they've got that light the beam tradition that has really caught on really quickly after victories, 
And it's a it's a stern challenge for the Timberwolves to be sure because it's a team that's playing with a lot of confidence right now. Um, they can hurt you with several of their guys, and yeah, we'll see how the Wolves respond on the second end of a back to back. All right, so that is coming up later on tonight, Cal. Always good to visit with you. Uh, sneak peek at the pregame show. I know Alan sits down with Chris Finch. Anything else to look forward to? Yeah, we'll get some more King sound. We'll hear from both both De'Aaron Fox and Demonis Sabonis okay. and uh, Mike Brown, you know, the head coach of the Kings. He'll talk about how, you know, they've had this kind of, they've been the darlings of the conference since their hot start to the season, but they're not, they're not satisfied with that. They're, they're ta- they've talked a lot about how we're not just trying to get to the playoffs and, and then, all right, that's a successful season. They want to make some noise in the West. So we'll take a closer look on if, uh, if, if that indeed is a possibility for this team. All right, Cal, do you usually take a nap with these late starts on the West Coast? <laughs> it's an afternoon coffee for me. And, you know, uh, with, with the temps above freezing, we, we can even go iced coffee, I think. That's, that's probably what I'll dial right. up when I head into the studio shortly. <laughs> all right. Uh, sounds good, Cal. Look forward to it. Uh, Cal starting at 8.30 tonight. Alan, uh, right after 9 o'clock with the tip here on the home of the Timberwolves. News Talk, 830-WCCO. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.